Welcome to the Let's Finish This Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Moline. I'm a mother to four beautiful kids, and I'm married to the cutest boy in town. I'm a motivational speaker, a small business consultant, and I love to sing. I want you to know that I see you. You have a message for the world. You've started and stopped so many times, but there's something holding you back from just pushing go. In this podcast, you will learn real systems of how to bring your message to the world and make money doing it by using mindset, marketing, sales, and systems. So let's finish what you've started and make your dreams a reality. Here we go. On the show today, I interview Les Patterson. He is a business mentor, speaker, and storyteller who empowers leaders to intentionally create their own story of greatness. Les launched his mentoring business, Red Edge Mentoring, in 2016 at a time when many people were telling him that he couldn't make it. Les is a 24-year Army National Guard veteran, a father of three boys who are also veterans, two daughters, and two grandchildren. He and his wife have been married for 33 years and make their home in beautiful Cache Valley in northern Utah. Les, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm really excited to talk about what you came here to talk about because one thing that you talk about in your programs and in your mentoring, the Red Edge Mentoring, is the why and the story and the reason why people share what they share and teach what they teach. So I'm really excited that you came to talk about that because I think it's a really important message to share. So give us just a little insight as we begin of why you think that is so important to know that why before you ever get anything started. You know, Kayla, thank you so much. It's really uh, an honor to be able to hang out with you and have uh, and have this conversation. You know, you think about what you're doing, and I think about what I'm doing, and our listeners, and they think about what they're doing. It's easy to describe what you do, but it's a little harder to describe why you do it. But people don't really buy what we do, as Simon Sinek teaches. They buy into why we do it. And as I've worked with business leaders for almost 30 years now, I found those that will succeed in all areas of their life, their family, their business, their non-family, non-business interests, their community, their church, their hobbies, are those that get really clear on why they do what they do in their personal life and in their professional life. It's foundational. Exactly. And you can have a lot of time spent on what you're teaching, but the moment things get hard, because it does, when you're running your own business, there are times that you question whether or not you want to keep going with it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know really why you're doing it, above and beyond the fact that you know you have a message to share, but why you want to share that message in the first place, that really is such a great foundation to start with because you find that it helps you hone in on your message even more. Mm -hmm. It helps you hone in on your target audience even more because you know why you're doing it and the why usually has like a physical person in your mind. Wouldn't you say that you're thinking about more than just yourself when you think of your why? Sure, but even more foundational, before I get to that level, because there's multiple levels in the why we do what we do, I think very foundational is what is most important to us as a person in our life? Uh, Not just why do we do our business, but is that business in a line with what's most important to us in our life? 
and we think about, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, well, it's my family, which is a powerful thing. But sometimes there's even something that's more foundational than that. And it's who we are as a human, as a person. Because when we're really clear on understanding that, then we're going to show up better in all the roles of our life. We're going to show up better in our role with our family. We're going to show up more confidently in our role as a business owner, as a business leader, as a speaker and a coach. A lot of people that you have the opportunity to work with, Kayla, people that want to stand in front of somebody or use their ideas to help somebody out through a situation in their life. Stepping into that role is challenging. It's hard. But when we know why we want to do our work, because we know why we feel the way we feel in life, then we will be able to step into that role with confidence, with greatness. We'll be able to create strategies. We'll be able to create a vision. We're going to talk about vision a little bit. We're even going to talk about a promise and how that fits into things. But the why is the foundation. The why is the foundation of what we do. It's our purpose. It's our, it's our core mission as a person, which that then impacts everything else that we do in life. Yeah. What is your favorite technique of showing your clients how to find out what their why really is? Because I remember when I first started in this business about 10 years ago, I thought I knew what my why was. And then as I got going, I realized that that was only a small part of it. And I had to kind of unwrap what my real why was. So what is your favorite way to help people realize exactly what that why is and go beneath those layers? Well, really, we have to start with where we're at. Because oftentimes people will, they'll ask questions like, how do I do this? You and I get those kind of questions all the time. Well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to build my business? How am I going to get more sales? How am I going to lose weight? How am I going to give a good speech on stage? How am I going to get a coaching client? Those are powerful questions. So we start there. Okay, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about how you do something. Can I ask you a question first? Why is it you want to do this thing? What's the problem you solve for somebody? So we start there. Oh, what's the solution that you bring? What are the results that you create? And we'll we'll kind of get into that a little bit, and then we'll go a little bit deeper. Okay, so why is this solution, why have you found it to be effective? Why does it make a difference? Why are these the results? Are these really the right results you should be talking about? Are these the results people are looking for? And then we go just a little bit deeper. And then somewhere in that conversation, or conversations, we're going to get to that core, why am I who I am? And it is an unraveling process, and it is a process that we grow. My why is modified. It's got fine-tuned over the years, and it will continue to be fine-tuned. You know, my why at this moment is to empower myself to create a story of love and greatness so I can then empower others to create their own story of love and greatness. That's my core why. That helps me empowers me, empowers my family, and empowers friends and associates. It empowers clients that I get to work with. And that's going to become even more fine-tuned as I keep going forward. But I had to start somewhere. And I asked the same questions we've just talked about. And a lot of times that why helps separate you from other people. It helps make you an individual, especially in a business where there's a lot of people coaching on a lot of similar things. The thing that drives you 
is what is going to set you apart. And people are going to gravitate to that and see that they can see themselves in you and they can see their dreams and their passions. And, and they know that you're the one that's able to help them with that and able to get them through to that finish line. And in that process, we're talking about that creation and that vision. And I definitely want you to explain all of your advice on that vision because Without that vision, it's hard to see where you need to take your business without that vision. So what is your favorite way to help create that vision and make it so that they can see the end game, kind of know how to work backwards, make it reality? Okay, so let's let's look at this in a very tangible connection for a second. If, if the why is foundation, let's picture maybe a home for a second. We're sitting in your beautiful home right now. And we're actually, we're, we're down in the basement where the recording studio's at. And right beneath us, in, there is a cement floor. And beneath the cement floor, there is the footings. Those footings are the foundation of this home, of the physical structure of the house. We also have a foundation for your family and for your home. It's our why. It's our mission, our purpose, right? The vision, when we create a vision, that's like, let's build the home. Wait, what, did, what does this home look like? So before this beautiful home was built, there was a vision for what this home would look like. There were plans that were drawn up. There were measurements that were calculated and where windows would be and where heat vents would be. Is there going to be two furnaces in the home? Is there going to be one? Uh, How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? Are we going to have a half bath? And all of these things were planned out. They were envisioned. And then creation started, uh, the actual structure, right? When this home was built, I wondered, did everything go according to plan or to the vision exactly? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> uh, same when we build our home. We've been at home 21 years, and when we build it, no. They actually put on all the wrong baseboards. <laughs> we got here and we're like, mm, that is not what we picked out. They had to take out all the baseboards in the house. So a mistake <laughs> happened in the execution, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Were there some things that you had envisioned that when you actually started the process, they looked good on paper? But when it actually came to structurally do them, it may not have looked as good as or work as good as you thought. Yeah, for sure. That's part of the creation process, right? And it's true for everything. It's true for life. It's true for businesses. It's true for things that we're passionate about. But if we don't start with creating a vision, we don't know what we're going to end up with. So if we can create a vision. It doesn't have to be complete. It, In fact, particularly in the world of starting a business, it never is complete. The ideas that we have are often incomplete because we can't see really our, even our own potential. We have a, a measure of that vision. So we start with where we're at. We got our why, we have our foundation and say, okay, this is what my house is going to look like. This is what my business is going to look like. This is what I hope to be able to do with that. And then reality shows up <laughs> and says, you know what, Kayla, you know what, Les, we don't think you can do this. You, you can't create this vision. And we just might be stubborn enough or we just might be bold enough to say, you know, I think I can. In fact, you know what, I know I can. In fact, you know what, I actually am. Mm-hmm. I am right now creating the vision or maybe the reality of building and creation. It's hard. When I think about before we built this home, 
I would lay in my bed at night and I would visualize what I want my next home to look like. And I would visualize literally room from room, (laughs) walk in the door and this is the feel I want. This is how I want my kitchen to be. Even like the tile, the carpet, what's going to be on the walls, how I'm going to hang things, what the flow of the home is going to be. I thought about every single aspect of my home. And so when I went through and I was walking through the different model homes, Mm. I knew instantly which ones I didn't want because I'd already created that vision in my head. They weren't in alignment. They weren't in alignment. I instantly knew that that wasn't for me. When I walked through the model home that this home was made after, I walked through and I instantly knew that it checked those boxes. And the boxes that it didn't check, I knew already what I needed to change. And I feel like that is so close to what we do in our business too. Mm. Because you visualize everything and you have a plan and you know how it's going to work. You have a vision, you know who your target audience is, you know who you're teaching, you know why you're teaching it so that your business continue to grow authentically and that everything matches. A lot of times we just try to grasp onto whatever or whoever will work with us and wonder why we're not growing because we're working our tails off, but we're not working with the right people and we're not creating something tangible and something that makes sense to everyone. Right. And we haven't figured out how to communicate it. Exactly. We haven't figured out how to tell the story about it so that others can see. We create this vision. This why in this vision is often focused right on us, right? And that's important because it's for us and for what we can do with it. But then we have to figure out how to tell the story so that people see that this vision in our why is actually for them. I was actually just going to ask you that. When you teach people how to tell the story of their business, do you teach them in a way of this is what I can do for you or this is how awesome I am, listen to how cool I am. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like listen to all the wonderful things I can do or you turn it so that they can see themselves in it. What do you think is the best way to go about that? Can we talk about Star Wars? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I did just get back from Disneyland and went on the new awesome Star Wars ride. That was so cool. Oh, (laughs) awesome. I'm all about Star Wars this week anyway. (laughs) Okay, so this is a really good, this is really a good connection because you have your why, you have your, you have your vision, and then you want to communicate it to someone else. So you're saying, oh yeah, I do this, I do this, I do this. And a lot of marketing, a lot of networking sounds that way. I mm-hmm. want to do this. Yeah. I can do this. When we can tell the story that puts the person, helps them become a hero in their journey, we become a guide in their journey. Now, this is a philosophy and strategy that's taught by Donald Miller, uh, who is one of the premier experts in using our words through how we speak, how we teach, how we coach, how our websites look like, how our emails look like, to help people feel like a hero in their own journey. So what does this have to do with Star Wars? Who's the hero in Star Wars? Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Okay, Luke Skywalker's the hero, right? Now, you're not old enough to remember when the very first one came out. I'm older than you (laughs) might think. (laughs) Well, maybe not. 
I guess everything once it's on video seems like it's brand yeah. new. <laughs> well, I went to see that very first Star Wars seven times in the theater <laughs> when it opened over the course of a week that it was there. Wow. I'm not a Star Wars nut now, but back then this was like, this was bold new technology, a whole nother thing, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, Luke in that story, when it starts out, he's this orphaned farm boy. His, his parents were killed. His aunt and uncle are raising him, and he's wet behind the ears, and he's trying to prove that he's he's just a punk kid. Yeah. Well, tragedy happens, and he has to grow up fast, but he ends up meeting this old man in the desert. Well, it's this old man, Obi-Wan Kenobi, becomes a guide in his life. And later on, there's another guy named Yoda, and they help Luke become the hero. They, they help him through this journey. And Luke is a flawed person. He's a broken person. He's lost. And they help guide him through that journey. And eventually he goes on and he saves the universe. And he creates a legacy. Well, everyone that we get to work with, no matter what our business is, everyone, we want to help them feel like a hero in their journey. So if we have somebody like Kayla, if you're working with a coach who's helping people on their health journey, she doesn't want to be the hero she wants to be the guide. She wants to help this individual who's trying to lose weight and get more active and get his, his cholesterol under control because he wants to live and play with his grandkids and his great-grandkids and maybe even his great-great-grandkids. We want to talk to him in a way that he's the hero. So just imagine if we could use words and stories and language that empowered this person to see their vision to know why they want to lose weight because it's not just to lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds or 10 pounds it's what will this help you to do and this person this coach gets to be a guide on that journey so let's talk to their problem let's show the solution that we bring and the results that we can help them experience yeah, I love that. One thing that I say to a lot of my clients when they're having a struggling moment and when they're trying to overcome something, and I say to them, it's not your excuse, it's your reason. And they use the kids as an excuse. I said, are your kids your excuse or are your kids your reason? And knowing the difference, seeing the struggle and seeing that's one reason and one thing that you're trying to help is so that you're not struggling with that anymore and being able to differentiate what is a struggle and what is like, oh, that's actually what I wish was a strength. So I'm going to keep doing this so then that becomes a strength. And sometimes in business, we let those things that we don't know how to do as much be an excuse of how to not get started instead of the reason we need to like bring someone in to help us with that and when that why is big enough when that reason is big enough you're willing to do whatever it takes to get to the end goal and find yes. out what you need to do so that you can get to that finish line because you already have that foundation you know how to create it. And if you don't know how to create it, find someone else who does, who can help you. Because in this business, it can be very lonely if you don't bring other people in and ask for help and get someone to help you who has been there before and knows what to do and to bring in those coaches and to bring in those people that can finish that for you. Like fill in the gaps of all of those things that you don't know how to do because you really don't have to 
do it all alone. Right. Creating that vision. And we, we create it so we have a feel what it looks like. And then we actually have to actually go do it, right? Yep. We, we have to go build the walls of the house. We have to get the website and we have to get the accounting software and we have to get the structure in place. Oh, we have, we have to actually go out and sell. We have to, we have mm-hmm. to market. We have to go to networking meetings yeah. um, like you and I have been to uh, earlier today. We have to go earn the right to have a conversation. And which activities should you do? Which one should I do? Dan Sullivan teaches this uh, with the company Strategic Coaching. He teaches the concept of who not how. So we ask these questions, well, how can I, how can I, how can I do this thing for my business? And we, there's a lot of things that we do have to do. But just imagine how empowered things could be when we said, who can help me do this? Or who can do this for me? That is incredibly empowering because it creates freedom. It creates freedom by we can give guidance to somebody. So, okay, this is what I need my website to look like. This is what I need my website to do how can you create it for me? And then say, well, this is what, look, okay, you're the person to do this for me. Okay. When we can focus on who can help us, who can do for us, then we can go be the who in other people's lives. We can be more of a who in our family life because we're not working forever, all day long, seven days a week. We can say, okay, you know what? I can have somebody do this for me, which will free up an hour for me to do what really matters most. I love to mow my lawn. I really, really love to do it. But two years ago, I decided to hire a neighbor kid uh, who comes over and he takes care of it for me. He just does it. I don't have to worry about it. He just shows up and takes care of it. And, uh, you know, I'm paying $20 and it is $20 that is well worth it. Now, do I miss mowing my lawn sometimes? I do. But I've replaced it by being able to enjoy my yard. And it works out really, really well. Well, same is true in business. Yeah. Who can help us do so we can do something else? Yeah. The enjoyment is the big factor. (laughs) Like, do you actually enjoy what you're doing? And I was actually working with a client just yesterday and she had a lot of things that she wanted to incorporate in her business. And so I asked her, do you know how to do that? And right now she doesn't have a team. It's just her. And She wanted to do a lot of things, which are all awesome. And eventually she will do all of them. But at this moment, she doesn't know how to do at least three, maybe even four of those things that she wants to do in her business. And so we were building this and like, okay, if you don't know how to do it, do you have the funds to be able to hire someone else to do it for you? If the answer is no to both of those things, then you need to just put that on the side for just Mm -hmm. a minute until you have the funds. Because if you spend the time learning how to do it and then doing it and then learning how to do something else and then doing that and then learning how to do something else, then your business as a whole never really gets off the ground because you stay stuck in education mode and learning how to do the next big thing or learning how to do what other people are doing. Like with hers, it was Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all of that social media stuff. And I showed her how to do one. 
Let's focus on one so that you're there mm -hmm. and your presence is known. But let's not do a YouTube channel yet. We don't have the ability to make something real out of it. So it's okay to let that be your future self that takes care of that. So sometimes doing too much all at once seems awesome to do it all because we see the vision like this is who I am in 10 years. But we have to allow time to grow to be that person in 10 years and know that it's okay to not be that person right now. Yes. Kind of like building a home. Yep. Now, when we built our home, we had five young kids that were still at home. Uh, but my financial resources didn't allow us to finish the basement. But we had enough that we could put up studs. And said, oh, okay, we're going to squeak out enough to put up drywall. But we chose to do, my brother and I, we did the drywall together, but we didn't mud and tape it. We just put it up. And then we hung blankets for, for doors because we got started. Now, eventually... We got the basement finished, and the drywall was done the right way, and it's painted, and we got carpet, you know. But we had to start with, with the piece of the vision that we were able to create at the time. The same with our business. Uh, both you and I, Kayla, our businesses have grown and have expanded far past from where we started. Now, those of you that are listening to us, you're in the same boat. Start with where you're at, and if you're brand new, start there. And if you're seasoned, like Kayla and I are, Start with where you're at and then what's the next vision or how's the vision expanding? And can we talk about a promise? Yes. Can a promise make a difference? So, Kayla, teach me when, when you hear the word promise, what does it mean to you? When I hear promise, I think if I'm not actually going to do it, I'm not going to use the word promise. <laughs> because if someone asks me to do something or if I say I will do something... If I say something like, yeah, I'll try, or maybe I'll get to it, then if it's a maybe, then it's probably not. Probably <laughs> not going to happen. If it's like, yes, I promise I will, then I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that I honor that promise and be serious about it. It's, it's almost sacred, isn't it? It when is. When we use that word promise. Yeah. Have you ever set a New Year's resolution <laughs> and and that you knew as soon as you said it that you were going to break it like on day two or day three most of them <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i've ever kept a new year's resolution <laughs> uh, new year's resolution sometimes even goals have become dead words to people i i, I know yeah. they're, they're dead to me because they, they don't actually have any substance uh value anymore but a promise a promise to be able to do something like you said you know okay I gave my word here I'm going to fulfill this word and I will put away other important things or non-valued things to keep my word years ago as I was going through my journey of life um, I recognized I, I was I was actually a teenager at the time and I didn't like the story that I was living. It was a story of feeling invisible, feeling of no worth. And I just got this through some experiences and some ideas and some teachings, experiences in Boy Scouts and in the military, serving as a missionary for my faith, leaders, parents. I thought, oh, I can tell myself a better story. So I started this process of telling myself a better story. And somewhere in there, I started to discover that I could make a promise to myself. I could make 
a promise to God. I could make a promise to other people. Well, along that journey, uh, I came across a man named Jason Hewlett. Oh, I love Jason. He's he, awesome. He's such a powerful teacher. And he teaches this concept, uh, two parts. He says, one, he said, why set a goal when you can make a promise? And then make a promise to the one. Oh, who's the one? Well, I thought, well, maybe it's God because God's the one. And then Jason said, well, it could be, but what about the promise to you? You're the one. Because if you can't make a promise to you, can you ever make a promise to someone else? So in that process, Jason helped me fine tune the promises that I had been making for a long time. Mm. And now I've taken that concept that's, that's core in my life now. The, the power of a promise to the one, to me, is a core part of what we've been talking about here. The why being the foundation. Know my why. Create a strategy and then make a promise that binds them together like a glue that binds the why and the vision together to the actions that you're actually doing. Because when you are the coach, when you are the head honcho, you're in charge. There's no one else to rely on. It's just you. Sometimes you give yourself the day off because you're not in the mood or sometimes you don't have anything on the schedule and you don't put anything on the schedule because it's nice to just sit and relax for a day. And then then it a day turns into two and then three and then four months later, mm -hmm. you know, because you have not given yourself the permission to be the boss <laughs> or to be in charge or to keep yourself in a state of I am in charge of this and I will see this through. So imagine what that could look like as we're on this journey and you say, OK, I'm in charge. And so I'm making this promise that I am going to work on creating my vision. And here is what that looks like for this week. And those connects with my why, my vision, and my promise. Well, sometimes we give ourselves the promise that we're going to actually do. We're going to do the work. And sometimes part of that promise is that I'm going to rejuvenate as well. Yeah. A promise to sleep, a promise to eat, a promise to take care of myself so that I can continue to serve. A promise to serve well when I'm in that capacity of serving, which sometimes mean I need to turn off work so I can be present for my family. That's a challenge because work is really demanding and family's not always as demanding, even though it should be totally flip-flopped, right? I don't know. I have four little kids and they're pretty demanding. <laughs> You're at a different stage in life. And, and I am I am in a different stage, yes. And I'm like, well, that's going to be, I can see the vision. I can see it there. The kids that day where they're not as demanding. That is just sweet. And I have to confess, I am a guy. I am a man, a dad. And we do collectively see things a little bit different than... Women and then moms and wives do. Yeah. <laughs> um, the point's still valid, however, because we can get caught up in the demanding, screaming voices of the business. Yeah. Uh, particularly, the last 18 months have been challenging for a lot of business owners. Uh, we're working at home, where we may not have been working at home before. We are homeschooling. 
where we may not have been homeschooling before, but yet we still have customers and they're in challenges and they demand or need and we want to help them serve them and yet we've also got our family. A promise can help us stick to what matters most. Not that we're always going to make the decisions ideally or perfectly effective, but more often and more consistently and more intentionally, because we know our why, we've created a vision and we make this promise. And so when we're trying to figure out how to do something, where to put our efforts, who is it that can help us, we have this incredible guide, this incredible map for us, in that it allows us, it gives us that permission, like you talked about, Kayla, to then go and do. Yeah, and I think in order to go and do, it's important that when you're setting the intention of the why and when you're focusing on what you're creating and what that promise is, what your story is of what you want it to be, I feel like instead of keeping it in your mind, it's so important to write it down so that you can see it and you can refer back to it and you can see, okay, why am I in this again? What is my story? What is my future going to look like? And so that's what I did at the beginning when I first started. I wrote it all down. I wrote down why I wanted to do it. And I wrote down a list of 100 reasons why I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And then I keep adding to that list when something new comes up because it's really easy to find reasons why not to. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to refer back to why are we doing it and what that's going to look like. So being able to write it down and to see it and to read it often is a really good idea. Yeah. It's like that house plan. Yeah. As the, the contractor was building the house and guiding it, he had this set of plans that he would turn to and reference to be able to keep the construction going. And that's the power of creating that vision of writing it down, uh, vision boards, writing down that goal and then turning it into an action plan. This is what this goal looks like. This is my promise that's connected with it. Yeah, because it's a vision. It's not a wish. That's right. You know, we're not making these things like, oh, I wish this could happen. <laughs> Everything with that vision has some kind of action that's going to be connected with it. I am all for manifesting greatness and I'm all for visualizing what I want. And I have had a lot of experience with really awesome things coming to me and the law of the secret or whatever you want to call it. But I also believe that there's action that comes with that. Yes. And my daily action and the energy that I bring is going to be the keystone in whether or not it's going to make it happen. I can wish on a star all day long, but if I never take that second step, <laughs> you know, not just the first step, but the second step that makes you all in, then you're just going to be wishing and dreaming and visualizing all day. That action that goes along with it hand in hand is so important. So I'm yes. glad you talked about that. The, the way that the mind and the soul work together with the body, when we create something mentally and then we transfer it to something physically, like a piece of paper, a vision board, uh, a diary, a daykeeper, a planner, and then we put forth effort to it, the mind and the soul will compel the body to do the actions to create that vision. The mind and soul will work together to help the body get back up after we get knocked down to get back up when we can't figure it out to get back up when we've made mistakes when we've gone the wrong direction 
when we've got lost. The mind and soul can work together. That's why knowing our why and being able to articulate it, being able to articulate it with words, being able to clearly communicate it to ourselves, and if, if appropriate, to someone else. To share with someone else, this is what your why is. Because when you do that, you clarify maybe muddled up thoughts that feel clear in your head. But when you speak them out loud, Mm -hmm. they're not so clear. So you you figure out how to get them clear. And maybe you have someone who helps you get them clear. And then you create the vision. And you take muddled up thoughts and you write them and you share them and you speak them out loud. Which helps them to become clearer, more focused. And then you make a promise and and you put words to this. Your mind and soul will work together to compel the body to work in alignment with this vision, with this why, with this promise to create and to do. And that's, I think, what all of us entrepreneurs and coaches want to do is to be able to create something that is going to make other people's lives better and knowing how to see the chaos with the creation. It's a necessary thing. There's chaos and there's order and it always falls in and out of Mm -hmm. of chaos and order and recognizing that chaos is a real thing and how we use that chaos to create something. But that end goal of helping other people is just magnified when you follow all of those steps that you've talked about. So if I was to ask you, Kayla, is it all right if I turn tables here and interview you for just a second? (laughs) I don't know. It depends on what it is. (laughs) What is your why? How would you articulate your why? My why is I want to be able to empower other people to teach their message and find their purpose and also to be able to build a legacy for my children so that they can see that they will be able to do whatever they set their mind to and empowering other people, not just one person, but empowering that one person who is also empowering many, which is why I love to teach coaches. And my why really, that very core of what I do, everything I do is about my family and making sure that my family is always taken care of, making sure that they see what hard work looks like, what dedication looks like, and what it looks like when someone cares about making the world a better place. Okay. That's really powerful. You know what it is. You can clearly communicate it in a way that I can understand it. If I was to ask you, what is the basics of the vision that you are creating? How would you articulate that? So I've decided to take the route of being a teacher and to own that by teaching programs Um, I'm teaching on this podcast, I'm sharing that information, and I'm teaching those steps, and not only steps of just having knowledge that feels good, but knowledge that actually they can take home and they can do, and have that tangible action step, instead of just speaking eloquent words that feel good, like I say, is having that action and being able to actually follow through and make it happen. Okay. All right. So that's a really good vision. Now, what about a promise? What kind of a promise that maybe has been made, though you may not have called it a promise, that helps to keep you in alignment and you focused on that core why 
and that core vision. How, how would you articulate that promise? My promise that I've made is actually a promise to my God. I've made lots of promises with him because I know that he put me on this earth for a reason. And I know that he didn't put me here just to survive and just to be. I know he put me here to teach other people. I've had many, many spiritual downloads, let's call them. I don't know what you'd call them, but I've had many instances where I felt that strong burning desire to be a teacher. I believe many are called, but few are chosen. And I heard that call and I do not want to let him down. (laughs) I have promised many times and that is always just in me that I will fulfill this. I will teach people how to know what their purpose is and I will teach them how to change their habits and I will teach them you know, those different things that I felt called to teach, I can let some like random stranger down and like feel mildly sorry about it, but then I can move on with my day and be just fine. But I cannot let my God down. All right. Very powerful promise. And that will help keep you focused on your why and on this vision that you're creating. May I share how I articulate my why? my vision, and my promise? Sure. My why is to empower myself to create a story of love and greatness so that I can then empower others to create their story of love and greatness. My vision that I am creating through Red Edge Mentoring is to create a company and a process and a teaching system and a mentoring system that will help leaders to be able to create that story of greatness through coaching, through mastermind groups, through online systems, through public speaking, most importantly, through loving that person where they're at. My promise is very, very specific. Uh, My promise is the story that I most consistently create will be the story to most consistently come true in my life. I promise to intentionally create a beautiful, a powerful, and a wonderful story of love and greatness. They all work together. They're all foundational. They keep me in alignment. They give me permission to do. They compel me to do. They compel me to stay focused. They compel me to get back up when I don't want to get back up. They compel me to give myself grace. They compel me to see the beauty and wonder in life rather than the darkness and the negativity because I, I spent a lot of time in that darkness and that, that invisibility space in my life. I see the light now. I live in the light. I work in that light. And I'm building an incredible business because I'm building an incredible life first. And an incredible business is helping me to become an incredible person and vice versa. That's the power of knowing our why, creating a vision, and then making a promise to hold it all together. Thank you. Um, Where can my audience find you if they want to find more information of how to build out their why and how to create that vision for themselves and, and know what promise they're trying to create for themselves and for the people they're trying to help? Where can they go to find you and to connect with you to learn more? Easy to find me, find Red Edge Mentoring, but even easier than that is find me on Facebook, 
come and have a conversation with me. Uh, see the conversations that I'm having there because it's an incredible conversation tool, incredible tool to tell a story, and that's what I'm doing every day. So come and find me on Facebook. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, you've got a great mastermind group that gets together and works together, and it's like minds that are trying to build a better life for themselves, a better life for other people, and giving each other really great insight, really great ideas of essentially how to make the world a better place. Yes. So I really love everything that you're doing, and I appreciate you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. Well, it really is an honor, and it's an honor to be able to be here in your home with you and share share some thoughts and then to be inspired and empowered by you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. Have Bye. a beautiful day. Hey, do you have a business coach yet? I would love to show you how your dreams and your bank account can actually match. There's an easier way to build your coaching business. With the right strategy, you can know exactly how to monetize your message and build the life you've always wanted. I'm excited to teach you how much fun working for yourself can actually be. I would love to help guide you on how to magnify your message by showing the world who you really are and allow you to finally grow your legacy. For more information on how to work with me, check out kaylamoline.com. I can't wait to see you there.